Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome everybody to a uh, another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike here with John and a very special guest. Yeah, super excited about today. We're uh, we're here with Molly of Molly Brewing Q on on Instagram, other social media platforms. Um, Molly, like we were just talking a couple of minutes ago. I can't tell you how excited I am. Like one to have you on. We had our buddy on, but I feel like you're our first like bonafide real guest to, to be here so thanks for thanks for joining us absolutely well thank you mike thank you john just yeah happy to talk all things barbecue and i, I feel like you know fat guys and smokers i could probably be the mascot like i'm i think i'm fitting in just fine so i'm ready to rock and roll <laughs> yeah no that's awesome Let, it, and i mean let's just dive right into it i um i mean tell tell us a little bit about how you how you got into barbecue and and what how do we get here today like <laughs> no i honestly i think it's 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 funny um my wife very begrudgingly will say how the hell do you have like a social media around cooking because when i first <laughs> when i when she first met me as like a bachelor i had like a like a pack of bar hot dogs that i put in a frying pan with some mushrooms and the rice cooker went i opened up the can of green beans and I'm shocked she still married me because I think I pretty much served that for her one time. Um, you know, she's she's by far the way better cook than I am. I mean, she's making like homemade hollandaise sauce. And um, I just came from inside and she made eggs Benedict for her friend that was here. I mean, you know, so she's the way better, like overall cook than I am. But um, I think my passion for cooking and food, it was, was my grandfather, um, his uh, father's, so my great grandfather was a chef. Um, like, and so grew up in the great depression in california so i think my grandfather had to cook for the family because my great-grandfather was working and doing everything else and um then he actually worked in the navy i think sometimes as a cook as well when he was serving in the navy so he's always taught me like different things on how to cook and obviously i didn't take them very well to heart because i was still cooking hot dogs and rice <laughs> um but then i just honestly i just kind of started slowly getting into barbecue so my wife uh she grew up in the area where we live which is actually kind of where uh where traeger started like outside of mount angel silverton oregon so she went to high school when school with a bunch of the original family oh wow so they've had them they've had them for years um like i think my my mother-in-law still has like one of the original ones that was red back in the day that had a it was literally a high low was the two settings and you put lava rocks inside Mm -hmm. of it and you had to light it with an actual lighter because there's no no hot rods so we had some of the old school ones and so she got me my first traeger as like an anniversary gift and i started cooking and playing with it was fun and then um you know kind of as my wife you know and i and i've shared on my social media platforms so it's not for those that have seen it's not a not a surprise you know we we struggle with going through the process of infertility and and i think as part of that is maybe call it self-care or distraction or whatever you want to call it i just started diving into barbecue more as we went through that process and we're very thankful for i would say science uh prayer and uh, a little bit of luck that uh, gave us our two wonderful children. Um, but that kind of barbecue kicked off. And then truthfully, it's just been, I've made such great connections and, and friends and um, 
you know, for me, it's just a, it's just a really great community. I mean, there's many communities I've been in, I've, you know, playing sports, coaching sports, teaching, doing everything else I've done. The barbecue community is really unique. Like there's just so many different avenues and pieces there. And I just really appreciated just honestly learning from everyone and talking with everyone. I by no means say I know anything. I know enough to be dangerous and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Now that's one of the things that we've, like we've talked about on, on the podcast quite a bit is of all the different communities and it's like, it's really apparent, especially as you get onto social media that there's a lot of hate out there in the world, but the barbecue community is just so warm and like inviting, accepting, like, I don't know. I've ever been part of another group that was so positive and trying to help new members figure out what they're going on and um, yeah, dealing with hard stuff that goes on in life um, and just being a, a great resource and, an uplifting group, which I think is pretty unique in today's world. Yeah. I mean, you still get a Karen about the, like, Oh, you overcooked that or, Oh, that doesn't look very, very moist, but that every, every place has got that. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah, You're all, always going to have one of those. All you need to do is get on to get onto Facebook or go to the, go to the Traeger group or the green mountain group, or, you know, mm-hmm. pick your favorite brand and like throw a question out there. Like, Hey, thinking about jumping over to this other side, what do you guys think about it? Like just a, <laughs> Man, it's like kicking a hornet's nest. You get all sorts of people coming out of the woodwork. I swear I just kind of as a social experiment for like April 1st, I want to take a tri-tip and just 100% slice the entire thing like with the grain, with the like grain. I posted, <laughs> and just like, just like, hey, guys, like, and just, just see what happens. Just from a pure Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That or it, <laughs> yeah, smoke a pork shoulder and then slice it instead of pulling it and see what people do. Yeah, yeah. Oh geez, can't win it all. Can't win them all. But you're right. Overall, it is it is great. It's 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 really supportive in that sense. And even when you do have that one or two people, someone's like whatever. Each their own. Like you know. Yeah. I'm not by by no means are we. You know, it's not like we're a restaurant. We're cooking for our family and friends. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm cooking it how I want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right for every person that jumps in and says, you're doing this wrong. You got five other people in the comments that are like, whatever, like, it's great. Like, that's exactly how you should do it. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Very positive. I think you and- said it when we were starting, like there's so much crap out there for us to disagree on. It's nice to have mm-hmm. something that we can all love mm-hmm. and get behind, you know? Yeah. One, I think it's also like, I don't know. And I just said, it's, you know, it, it's different. And I have a different perspective just because of like my work and what I do outside of, of barbecue stuff. But it's, we're, I feel like we're so easy to silo ourselves into one thing, right? This is, this is who I am. I'm, I'm X, I'm Y, I'm, I'm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think we've lost that ability. And I think honestly, truthfully, social media is part of it. It's like a devil. It's like, you know, it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time of mm-hmm. it allows you to just sit in a megaphone of what you want to hear. So you're never mm-hmm. going to hear opposing views. And it's not that you need to hear opposing views necessarily to change your mind, but can you hear opposing views and realize that it's still a regular person? I can talk to them. I can disagree with them. And that's where I think, you know, like barbecue maybe somewhat transcends that you still get your brand debates. You still get the like, you know, should try to be cooked as a brisket or do you cook it just as a steak? You know, I mean, that whole mm-hmm. debate. I mean, there's all these different things that come out all the time. You know, fat cap up, fat cap down. I mean, we all, we've those debates we've had till, you know, butcher paper, tinfoil, I mean, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But I still think in the day there's kind of that common thing. So, I mean, I just, I hope it helps folks to try to see like, hey, I can disagree with you on many other things, but I can find a connection. Yeah. 
Oh. Well said. Love that. Um, man, I've, I've got like a hundred questions. We could take this conversation all sorts of different ways. Um, it, you know, you mentioned your other life. I mean, you're, you're, you're a high school assistant principal, right? Um, how, how's barbecue impacted that? Like it, have you been able to carry some of that over in, into your professional life? Does it, for me, like all of my analogies now, like somehow <laughs> tie into barbecue. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mike and I were joking. I um, at church the other day. I got up and was talking with uh, was giving a giving a talk in in our main meeting with the congregation, and it was it was all about how the you know the gospel and Jesus relate back to barbecue, or maybe it's the other way around. But we had fun with it. Did um, do you get a chance to carry your barbecue over into your uh, into your profession? Yeah, so uh, a couple of ways. So one that's really funny is so the the high school that I'm at now. I've, I've been at a couple of different districts and I've been at some different schools. Um, and uh, prior to the pandemic, I was up at a school that's about an hour and fifteen minutes from my house, and that's you know one way like driving. Ooh, ooh gross. Um, yeah, so that that took a little bit. It was a great opportunity. It was a great district, and I learned a ton. But then with my son being born in COVID, and I was home for a good chunk of time, I'm like, yeah, I got to do something different. I want to be closer. And weirdly, what opened up as an opportunity, uh, it was actually the high school that my wife graduated from uh, uh, in the small town right right, out, right north of us. They had a had an opening. And so I applied there. So it's kind of funny because it's, you know, the school she went to. So some of her teachers are still there that I'm now uh, supervising them. Um, and then, uh, you know, also it's, it's you know, that's there still are now their grandchildren um, uh, that are there, but of like the Traeger family. Um, that are there in that school too. So it's, it's kind of funny, like in that, in that sense. And so I do, um, they know I barbecue. I do try to, I don't, I don't post my social media at all. Like even those few times, I think some folks have seen, like there's a couple pictures I've taken like at the school, mm-hmm. but I really try to make it clear of like, those are two separate, not that I don't talk about being an assistant principal, but try to keep my school out of it. Cause I don't ever want it to be that there's a, I'm building myself or building anything else off of my actual work there. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think there's one, like when we cooked for the seniors, um, so I've done a lot of stuff, I should say something back up. So yeah, we've done, uh, like staff breakfast, like the first staff breakfast that I was there. So my first year I'm like, okay, I got to start off with the bang. So I made, uh, like five different types of the bacon wrap breakfast fatties and brought oh, a, brought on a tra- brought a Traeger in there and we served that for staff breakfast and that was like started the Ooh. point everyone now is like wait when are we doing breakfast again you had no <laughs> issues after that well, no. that's a great yeah, way I, to like, start I, I started you know end of the day people you know um you know giving people food is always always a good start so like i've done that um you know there were a couple times we had some hard weeks at work so we're like hey let's pull out a barbecue and we're gonna do hamburgers for the staff for lunch during break time yeah. um our seniors have a really cool thing that they do so for their homecoming um games so the homecoming football game um they get to put couches all out on one end zone um and kind of have to be like the senior section mm-hmm. so we brought out the barbecues and we've done like sausages and pulled pork and just made like food for them just for the seniors for their senior night um at the game uh last year our our football team um they were awesome and they went to the state uh the we're 5a so there's like a bunch of different classes 6a is the top in oregon we're 5a mm-hmm. Uh, so they went to the state uh, championship game and actually ended up winning. So we got a state title last year for football. Yeah, but awesome the send off, yeah, it was awesome. So the 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 send off had like the fire trucks, you know, spraying the water, and we had the bus go down there. So we lined part of the street. 
And so we brought a couple of girls out and we served and made like a tailgate and served uh, pulled pork sandwiches um, for folks down there. So yeah, I've done a lot of that. And then our culinary department, I got them a grill that I got donated so they can use it for their, they do events and things as well. Um, and then I've come in a couple of times and they've asked me to teach some classes. So I did like a barbecue 101 class. So talking about different types of barbecues from, you know, charcoal, pellet, offset, stick burn, gas, you know, talking indirect, direct, you know, we went through all sort of the process. Uh, and then I did another one. They came back, they wanted to do like steak 101. So we went through like three different kinds of cuts of steak and three different methods of, of, of doing steak. So it's fun. I, you know, it definitely pulls over in a part of what I do every day. No, that's super cool. But uh, so Mike's an educator. I am. Um, I've got a, I've got a boring paper pusher corporate job that I, uh, what you just described, like, seems like my dream. Like I would love to just go teach barbecue one-on-one at, at the high school, be part of that community. I, uh, um, yeah, it sounds like you've got a awesome community around, around you that supports the school and lots of fun events. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, we, one of our schools were, we're very unique. They have like a, we have our, uh, two in town elementary schools that are K five and a middle school, uh, and about half of our kids come from there. And then the other half were a very rural district too. So we have like about nine K eight schools. They're all smaller sort of community oh, wow. farmer schools. Yeah. And, but the cool thing is everyone feeds to the high school, like we're the common shared experience. So it doesn't matter if you're a farmer living up in, you know, a lot of hazelnut, grass seed, other stuff that's up in the hills, um, or if you're someone that's living in town, everyone comes together for the high school events, for everything that goes on. We're kind of the, the focal point. So it's really cool. And then be able to do that. So, and we are looking for a barbecue, uh, the KCBS has a official high school barbecue club and so the kids want to start one so we're trying to find an advisor i i just i don't know if i have the time to do it for him so that's someone's in oregon wants to be a barbecue advisor <laughs> that's fantastic i might have I, to pitch uh, that at my high school that would be awesome yeah i was gonna say i know uh <clears throat> i know the, the high school my kids are gonna go to they take outside advisors i'm gonna have to i know the principal over there i'm gonna have to give them a call <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, there. I think I think there's a whole thing. They they found this packet and they brought it, you know, and they want to do it. And there's a group of kids. And I'm like, all right, let's go find somebody. <laughs> that's that's, that's freaking awesome. awesome. That's so cool. Um, Mike, you have questions, or I, I can just keep firing. No, them keep off. going. I'm just enjoying listening, honestly. Yeah. The... <laughs> well, I feel like while I'm talking all the time, I got to ask like Mike questions. Like, what's Mike teaching? What's Mike doing? So. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. A... Sure. Well, I, uh, so I teach math. I thought about going the, the administrator route and then I look at all the crap you guys have to deal with and I'm like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll be fine. So I do driver's ed too, but I'm mostly doing math, but coached football for a while and stuff. But now, uh, in the last two minutes, I've been considering starting a barbecue club at the high school. So that would be awesome. <laughs> No, no, that's a hats off to you on that. That was the one subject that was, I was an English and social studies teacher um, mm. prior to, um, prior to going into to admin and um, yeah, it's, and I, I've done a lot of different things, but you know, coaching, all of that, it's, it's all great, but it's, I, I do, you're right. There's a lot of, a lot of noise that comes with uh, other admin job stuff, but yeah. I, I just am thankful. I have a really great community. So if I can spend my time, I literally tell one of our, um, she's one of our, our, uh, clerical, you know, front office secretaries. I'm like, if you're not kicking me out of my office to go into classrooms or go see stuff like four times a day, then I'm not, not doing what I need to be doing. Cause yeah. 
that's 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 where it all happens. Like I can I can do whatever stuff I need to do on on the back end, but the teachers are actually the ones doing the work in the classroom. So I just am lucky to be able to support them and what they're doing and and how we can best serve our community. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the type of administrator I I love, and that's kind of what I have now. I'm pretty blessed, <laughs> but I've had some that you know come in and and are pretty heavy handed and trying to change everything, and and I just feel like man, I I could never be that guy. That'd be that would not be fun, but. But education. No, you sweet. never, you never change. Yeah, you never change anything the first year or two years, and even then, if you do, it's got to be with a group of people, a, com- a committee doing it together. Because yeah. you'll be run, you'll be run out on a rail if you try to do something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. <clears throat> I, I, Molly, tell us, uh, uh, what's your favorite thing to cook? Favorite thing to eat? Um, I know what the answer is, but I'm, uh, I'm curious to hear more about the your favorite eats. See, now you're testing me because I was doing that while I was trying to put my son to bed last night. So if I don't remember my homework, now I'm going to be like, whoa, crap. I don't remember. Uh, the tables have so- turned. <laughs> the student is now the teacher. If, can we grade on a curve? Is that like allowed? Like, you know, That's the only way there? we do uh, it. We, actually, we grade <laughs> on the <laughs> belly around here. So This is 100% oh, sweet, participation. Then, so then, then I'm, I'm, setting, I'm setting the stage there. Um <laughs> No, I, I think it, it really honestly depends. Like, I mean, here, you know, in Oregon, um, I mean, there's so many great things, but honestly, one of my favorite things and my kids love it. And I'd probably say, I'd probably make it, it's not like flashy and all that. And that's where I think, you know, we get into, I sometimes struggle with folks with like social media where like we make something just to make it like look outrageous and crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I've fallen into this. Like I went and bought gold leaf on the internet and tried to put it on the steak so that's gonna be this whole thing and i'm like it tasted no different and i just got flustered spending time trying to use tweezers to put this on a steak and it still tasted the same if i just cut it and opened up a coors light and had my steak i mean it's like there's no different there um so i think like in terms like for my family our favorite thing honestly is steelhead like we're really like like blessed in oregon we have a, a ton of great steelhead and Back when I had more time, if I could go out and fish and get it myself, even better, right? You know, otherwise I'd just oh. fish by driving to Costco and, and buying it, <laughs> buying it there. Um, but I mean, yeah, steelhead's one of my favorite because it's just it's it's um, it's like it's got a little bit more of the oils and stuff than like you have in regular salmon because um, it's more on that trout side of the family, yeah. and so I just I kind of like that flavor a little bit. Um, and we do some uh, great, so even just regular, or I also have a really good, I kind of my pretty much standard. I don't, I've never really changed it. Everything else I slightly tweak and change, but like smoked steelhead, like our neighbors love it. So my wife makes cookies and stuff and I'll make little packages of smoked steelhead that we'll vacuum pack. And we deliver that for the holidays with some cookies to our neighbors. Um, you know, it's like, yes, steelhead's like a pretty good solid for us. Um, in terms of like, you know, cooking for like content or what looks cool and then it's fun. I mean, brisket's kind of king, right? I mean. I swear I can I can spend more time doing a cook and a and a, 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 a video and a how-to and a process on making something and me slicing a brisket with like a Joe Rogan talk over can go like fifteen thousand views in two days. And it's just like it's just crazy sometimes how that ha- happens, right? Just how how things work and what folks look at. So that's great. If I'm talking just like I just want to snack on something or do it like I'm a pretty strong chicken wing like fiend like i mean if i can just sit and you know just make a couple packs and just you know watch a game or you know after i'm done working out in the backyard hanging out with the kids i can throw them on the grill and do whatever so chicken wings are usually a good standby too 
That's all. what's your what's your go to flavor on chicken wings? Uh, it depends who I'm I'm cooking it for. Um, I mean, I think if I'm just saying like my just every day, just like hey, I'm just Julie Jones and chicken wings. Um, I really just stick primarily with um, uh, whiskey bent and blazenberg. Uh, yeah. I'll just do those kind of straight dry rub. It's like a little bit of that heat, but then that, that really good flavor. So I'll just do straight dry rub on those. If I'm wanting something a little different, sometimes I've gone like a, a holy voodoo with like a garlic parmesan, like toss at the end on top ooh, of it. So ooh. you get some of that like heat on the on the back and you get a little bit of that like butter, parmesan, garlic flavor um, at the finish. So those are always kind of my, my favorite go-tos, you know, for just kind of doing something. That's awesome. That, that garlic parmesan at the end, like... I'm hungry now. No kidding. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so what do you, what do you cook it on your wings? Uh, so yeah, I'm primarily, I mean, I have a few other girls. I'm primarily, you know, Traeger. That's kind of what, you know, it's, it's not a, truthfully, it's not a, that I, I mean, I have my own personal preference. It's just kind of what I have and that's what I use. And mm-hmm. I've cooked on a lot of different things. You know, I've, I've cooked on a lot of different brands of pellet grills. Um, you know, I, I have dabbled and tried, you know, done with our, uh, Oklahoma Joe, you know, trying to do some of the offsets and, um, you know, I've done, uh, you know, ceramics with, the you know, my dad had for a long time when I grew up a big green egg. So, you know, working on, you know, on those, uh, you know, I had the old school Weber charcoal kettle. That was like my first, like my first house when I was moved out by myself after I graduated college and there's this little 400 square foot place. And I got the little Walmart special. Um, you, you know, and I didn't even know what a ch- chimney was at that point. I was just stacking up everything <laughs> in a little like, you know, pile and man, you fit, um, and you fit da- right in here. I was going to yeah. say, that's exactly yeah. what we were just talking about a few weeks ago. It was like that. Remember when you used to, and you just thought, okay, I have to douse it with as much lighter fluid as <laughs> yeah. possible. And if I don't have like the Chernobyl flame that comes out of it, I do it right. You know, I have like the green fire coming off of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I've cooked on all I've cooked all sorts of stuff. I mean, right now, pellet is just, I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a lazy cooker in that sense. Like, yes, I know, you know, if you're using a stick burner and I'm man in vents and I'm figuring out airflow and I'm doing all that, like, I don't have time for that. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I got kids and work and I still love barbecue. Mm-hmm. The fact that I'm lazy and I can set it up to my Wi-Fi at home and my phone beeps in the middle of the night if something's wrong with my brisket, I'm like, sign me up. I'm like, I'm all for that. Like I can still do what I need to do and still have good stuff at home. So <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember a couple of years ago when Traeger came out with Wi-Fi, and I was really opposed to, it. I was like, Oh, it's such a gimmick. Like the last thing I need is Wi-Fi on my grill, man. It is, it is the greatest thing ever to just be able to and I think my wife likes it even more than I do because I'm not constantly calling her from the office. Like, Hey, can you, can you, can you check the temp for me? Mm-hmm. Don't tell, tell me how hot the grill is. Like, is it doing okay? Like it's oh, sitting in my meeting. Yep. That's going to yep. taste better than this meeting does right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, there's, there's definitely been times like, I'm like, okay, I want to have a brisket Friday night, but I got to be at work. Right. So I can start it. And my, my wife works, um, works from home. She has a boring paper pusher job too. I know she she may have you she may have you beat John I don't know she's a uh, uh, works for the state of Oregon as a DMV administrator so I don't know Ooh. what's what's more boring than um, I, I don't know wow. so I work for a company we manage utility expenses for property owners um, 
Utility bills or DMV? I don't know. She may have me beat still. It's it's a close race, though. You guys both make education sound awesome. <laughs> I know she gets to go to she gets to go to a conference later. It's like the Association of Motor Vehicle Administrators. I'm like you couldn't pay me enough to go. To <laughs> yeah, that sounds miserable. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But um, no. But so to your point, she works from home, so it's also I could throw a brisket on when I leave. You know, like that night or whatever, and then you know wake up in the morning check what I need to do. Maybe I bump up the temperature, spray it some. I can have her spray it down. I've, I've taught her how to wrap so she can wrap now. Um, and so nice. really I can just be like, like text her like, Hey, during your lunch, this is what you'll do. She knows and so she'll do it and then puts it back on. And I'm just watching it up my phone, you know, if I'm doing something else and oh, okay, time to, need to lower the temperature down or okay, go ahead and push to keep warm or just shut it down. And I'll let it rest in there. Cause yeah. I'll come home and, and throw it in a cooler or whatever. So it's, it, it did sound gimmicky to me at first. And then honestly, the first time I, I loved it was um, there's a golf course that's right nearby us over here about like five, 10 minutes. And so I was with some, some buddies and, you know, we're, we're just playing nine holes, but I had uh, some pork butts on and normally I'd have to like run back and forth. And it was close enough that we used to do that. I'd say, Hey, I'm skip out on this hole so I can run back, go check and, and come yeah. back over, mm-hmm. not having to leave and just like change. I'm like, no, this is okay. Yep. I'm sold. Yeah. I'm sold. This yeah. is, this, this is the way to go. Well, and like you said, I mean, and we've kind of talked about this too. It's fun to think about man in the vents and the fire and stuff, but we got too much going on. Like we got families, we want to spend time with them, you know, and the, the pellet grills just kind of make that possible. I feel like, and still make delicious food. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think that we have a couple of really great barbecue spots here in town. If I really want something on like a, you know, giant offset, you know, guys that are running some really great stuff and doing great food. Like I'll go there hands down. If I really want that, like that more traditional style, but I can get away with 90% of the time what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, yeah. It's funny. I feel like the pellet smoker would like, obviously I'm a huge fan and believer in the convenience of it. And, and the quality, but I, I almost like, it's almost to the point now where unless I'm going to somewhere that's running a true offset, like I feel like, you know, I can almost cook better at home than I can going out to a restaurant. Like I, these grills are not cheap. They're a ton of money. Um, that sometimes it feels like I swear I've saved more money cooking at home on my, on my trigger than I would have spent over the last five years at going out. Yeah, no, I, you're a hundred percent. And I think honestly with, with COVID too, it's taught folks how to like cook more at home and mm-hmm. do more things. My wife and I are having the same conversation of, you know, I can go, I, I just got a, I picked up a pork butt yesterday cause I'm going to probably start it maybe, maybe tonight or first thing tomorrow morning, but we wanted to have some cause I, my spring break starts next week. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to have a pork butt cause I can just kind of eat yeah. on it and, and have stuff throughout the week. I mean, it's like, you know, 20 bucks at Safeway. Versus what would I have paid 20 bucks? I mean, that's not even enough for two of us to, to go out to eat dinner somewhere. <laughs> I went I went to Five Guys this week. Um, it, was, it was my dad's birthday. A bunch of us went out. I got a bacon cheeseburger. So, I, like, I got the big burger, the smallest order of fries they have, and a drink. And it was 20 bucks just for me. Yeah, man. Yep. Like, just blew my mind. Like, it went up and they you know gave my order and the guys like yeah so that'll be a uh, 1978 i was like i'm sorry how much that's crazy like it's just yeah yeah it's um it's been fun and you're right a, a ton of people learned to cook and a ton of people got into barbecue too over covid i um 
I've got a little side business selling pellets. Um, mm-hmm. And man, that was screaming during COVID. Like it was, it was awesome to see yeah. how many people got into it. No, I mean, you look at all these, you know, some of the, especially the the publicly traded companies, but you know, the, the big green eggs, you know, I mean, all these guys were talking about, you know, how much their sales were going up for those first like year and a half. And since then, you know, obviously yeah, it's things cool. have slowed down now. A people, people bought, right. Those that were going to buy bought something and, and people are opening back up. So maybe they're not quite doing as much back at home, but it definitely, I think introduced a bunch more people into the market um, and definitely into that, that community and that passion. Yeah. Um, curious to get your take on, on the kind of this new trend of flat top grills. I mean, Traeger just came out with a flat rock at Blackstone's got a growing footprint and it, it you excited, <coughs> excuse me. Are you excited about flat tops? You think it's, uh, going to be a flash in the pan? What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, flat, flash on the flat top. Um, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I do have a flat rock, um, uh, and I, and I love it. I mean, I've, I've used, uh, other, like you know, I had before and it's not quite the same. I had the, the trigger ranger. That was one of my, mm-hmm. like my go-to tailgate, like we do big tailgates. And so I was always usually running the, the tailgater trigger tailgater and the trigger ranger. Those are kind of my yeah. two standard for tailgate poles. Yes. You had a, a cast iron griddle there, but it's not the same. Um, I've used, you know, a, a gas, uh, like I had like a, it wasn't a, uh, a black stone, but it was like another like kind of off brand, just two burner, a little small one that you did with a small canister of propane. Yeah. Um, so I've done a, a few different ones of those and I, I love it. I mean, it, it's different, right? It's a different kind of cook because, you know, like the stuff that I've made on it are things that I wouldn't, I'm, I really try to, it's not replacing what I would do on like a pellet smoker or pellet grill. I mean, other than maybe something like a hamburger that you could cook on both, granted you're doing more smash burger on a, on a, a flat top than you would be in like a grill. Um, but yeah, I've done like, you know, chicken yakisoba, uh, for our family. I did, um, uh, and I did, I did try and I need to do the whole, the whole, uh, tutorial of it. I did do the flame and onion volcano and it turned out. Okay. Oh, um, there, there may have been, a, there, there may have been an outtake where there's a little, it kind of, uh, some of the, the flammable liquid spilled out the side, but, um, uh, I definitely was trying that, uh, but see, I, I, I like it. And I think that it's, it's just. It's just adding one more piece, right? I mean, it's to me, it's I'm not going to use it just to, I mean, yes, I can just to reverse your steaks, but you know, hey, like I can make my, you know, quesadillas on there. I can do chicken yakisoba. I can make breakfast pancakes. Um, uh, I can do, you know, I mean, all sorts of different, you know, things that we've tried on there already. We did our pastrami Rubens after St. Patrick's Day. I made those. Oh, awesome. um, I think I have a couple of posts of those online. Um, so, I mean, I think that is really cool. And I just think it's another. It's just another tool, just another tool in the arsenal. And um, I've used a couple of different brands and I think there's, you know, pros and cons to each of them. I just kind of think it's, you know, your personal preference, what you like. I've really enjoyed the the, the flat rock for a couple of the design change they made from the one I've seen from a, from a Blackstone. But I think it's, you know, each, each their own, what you're preferring to use. Oh, very cool. Um, there were a couple of other things that we had here on the show notes that I want to make sure we hit. Um, first, I we'll see if you can remember from last night again. Um, the the uh, your tip for for making cooking easier. I, this may be one of the best oh. tips that I think that's out there. I love this. Oh, okay, so, so you know, need to repeat people. it word for word so that it's <laughs> oh, just <crap>. as good. 
Well, all, all I was, what I was reading last night was Little Blue Truck. So, I mean, all I have in my head right now is, uh, <laughs> Man, is, is uh, books books of, for kids. Of all the bedtime books, I think Little Blue Truck might be one of the greatest. <laughs> Do you have all, there's like five in the whole series that we have. I mean, there's. Yeah, I, I grew up just with, with the little one. And then a couple of years ago, we found the Christmas one and yep. we've got them all now. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a solid series. It's a solid series. Uh, but no, I, I would I would say, well, way change of us there. Um, I would say my two my two uh, biggest tips, like yeah, if you haven't figured out, like I'm a squirrel guy. Maybe it's because my work, like I just like go one thing to another. So you know, something happens and it no, flashes I, my attention. I was just thinking about like a new uh, a new podcast. We can get like a whole fat guy series of fat guys reviewing children's bedtime <laughs> children's books. Bedtime books. <laughs> I, we would definitely break the demographic of what they would normally have. <laughs> yeah. out there. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Breaking barriers, Breaking man. Trends. We'll call it fat, uh, but yeah, so, fat dad's I, reads. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's, uh, oh no, beer belly books. There you go. There you go. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the tips for me, the two, and these are honestly, I have a hard time like saying to someone else, like, Hey, this is what you should do. Um, I just know what, what for me is more important is one, just in it, like focus on the process, not just get all caught up in that result. Cause I think it's like, it's the same thing as I think about like painting, you know, painting a bedroom, right. Or painting a room in your house. We all know exactly where the one spot was that we messed up. I'm like, I can point out exactly where it is. Most everyone else probably is not going to even be able to see it when they walk in there. And I mean, Apart from you, like lighting your hamburgers on fire and making like lava rocks, um, most folks are still just going to be appreciative that you made food for them, that you're there spending time with them, you're having community with them. So, like, enjoy the process of what got you to that end result. Because I think if we spend too much time on like that was way too dry, that was way too tough, you've diminished all the time that you spent on it. Like, take it as I got to spend this time doing this cook. I'm here. I'm learning. I mean. Even when you mess up something, you're learning something new as you go. Every time I learn something new on a cook or as I do something. So I think like that's my first thing is just always like just focus on that process and enjoy that process, right? It's it's supposed to be fun. If it's if it's not fun and you're stressing out over the whole thing, then honestly, go do something else. Like that, yeah. that's not the whole point behind it. Like, you know, in its heyday, it was, yeah, I'm, even if we're talking, you know, offset pellets or, or offset uh, smokers, you know, stick burners where I'm doing vents, I'm moving stuff around. But as I'm sitting with a lawn chair with like a six pack of beer and I'm talking with friends as we cook something mm-hmm. like that's what it is at its at its core. So don't get away from that and get caught up on it didn't look good. I didn't get, you know, or if you're doing it for social media, I didn't get a good picture of it or this. Some of the best cooks I had, I had fun with it and I forgot to even take pictures or do something with it. But it was just great because of, of what we did. So that was my, my first tip. And then the second is just I think for me, I'm always horrible with my time management. So I always shoot for like one to two hours before I actually want to have it done is trying my end time yeah. because I can always slow things down better than I can speed them up at the end. And normally when we speed up and rush at the end, you know, that's when bad things sometimes happen. Yeah. Yeah. That last one I love. I mean, it's whether you slow it down or you just wrap it in a towel and put it in a cooler, like barbecue meat loves to rest. Like it, it's mm-hmm. a, great way just to like let things redistribute let things tender up um but there's nothing worse than cooking for a group of people and then like in a panic trying to like force something to finish cooking 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely done that. And that's when, again, you're back to that. You've taken away from the whole joy of that process of what's happening because mm-hmm. you just stressed out for the last hour, half hour because it wasn't done yet. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, so Mike and I cooked a, a full pig for, uh, for a thing here at the church. I guess that was the beginning of last summer mm-hmm. or mid last summer. And we had a really good game plan until the sprinklers turned on at, you know, 4 a.m. And, <laughs> And this one rogue sprinkler was like, man, it was like just it dust. was gunning for us. It was dust in the edge of the pit we had built that we uh, ended up putting a fifty-five gallon drum over the top of the sprinkler <laughs> just to get it to stop. But um, yeah, it pushed us, and re- I think that was the hardest part. Is right as we got to the very end, and we were only maybe fifteen minutes late. Yeah, but man, we had. 200 people that were like let's go we're like everyone yeah. was excited staring yeah. at us and when that happens like i swear time slows mm-hmm. and like that 15 minutes felt like two hours <laughs> trying to get things to move get and, everything finished up and you want to feed people but the thing that scares me the most about cooking for a whole group is like giving everybody food poisoning <laughs> <laughs> right that's definitely that's that was one of my biggest fears when i was doing the the so i, I have to i have to admit a, a barbecue sin i cooked steak uh well done mm. um, oh, no. uh, when i when i well when i did that the culinary class right because i'm teaching about steak i'm like okay i cannot for the life of me like if i have one kid that gets sick and i get a parent phone call i'm like oh crap like that's just like so i like i told all of them like i'm doing something that is against my personal religion right now which is for you like well done steak uh but no i i hear it's the same way like you have those people waiting in line and like you know for us those that do barbecue like we have that like under like i'm not gonna sit there and be like stressed i'm like no they're cooking a whole hog like it's gonna be ready when it's ready yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you can't rush that, but for other folks that haven't done that, it's just like, well, what do you mean? You can't just like, well, it's, it's, it's not like barbecue is different. Like if you haven't done it mm-hmm. before, haven't cooked, especially the big long cooks, right. It's not like oh. cooking hamburgers or throwing a chicken breast on top of, you know, your grill or doing something else. Like it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, if you don't know that it is hard because you have people that don't understand the process that are like, you know, Hey, come on, we're ready to go. We're hungry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I love that first thing you said, cause it stresses me out to cook for other people because I'm in my head like, Oh, this is a little dry. They're going to worry about this or, you know, they're going to be like, well, why did I even agree to come and eat this? But nobody thinks <laughs> like that unless they're a Karen and then who cares? Like people yeah. are just appreciative that you're cooking for them. They're there for the experience, and I love that because that really does take away from the cook when you're so stressed out about all that crap that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So I I love no. that. And that's and I have to and, I, and here's the thing I say that I have to do, I have to do a better <laughs> job of living that. Sometimes my wife will tell me like Why are you so stressed? I'm like because it's not done yet, yeah. you know. And I'm like having this like freak out moment. So I got I got to go back and like live it because you know I mean I think of like for example like couple for examples. Um, where I get, I can tend to get stressed sometimes when there's those larger groups, like cooking for like the town when we sent the football kids off, right. When the boys were going off to, to go play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting there and granted on that one, I was smart. I cooked everything ahead of time and shredded it. And then I just brought one of the grills there. and just warmed everything back up. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I can't cook it there at this parking lot in town. Um, I'm going to do it at home. But like, I was worried that it was going to be really dried out. And I was like, I'd kept some of like, I'd separated the fat. I'd kept more of the liquid than I normally do. Like, I was going through, how am I going to make sure this is still, and my wife looked at me at one point and she, and, and, and you know, she's a genius on many, many, she's a way smarter person than, than I am. On As wives stuff. always um, are. 
Always are. And so I, she was like, well, A, they're going to put a bunch of barbecue sauce on it anyways. B, do you really think that they're going to sit there and be like, that was the best barbecue sandwich I ever had as they're standing in the parking lot in the rain as we send the football team? No, they're all about the kids there. So you're just adding a piece to it that's mm. awesome and it adds to the environment. That's not the thing. I'm like, you know what? You're right. This isn't, they're not going to remember that. They're going to remember the send off. They're going to remember the, the bus going by and everyone waving out. They're going to remember us cheering and the band playing. And yeah, maybe they remember, oh, and we had food too. They're not going to sit and be critiquing or remembering that, that pulled pork sandwich. So like mm -hmm. putting that in perspective, I think was great for me to set that or, or like the other one we do is we do a bunch of tailgates. So like I'm a big, obviously Oregon fan. So we go to all the, all the, the home games. We have a big tailgate group of about 20 to 30 of us that show up and that can be stressful because I'm trying to make sure everything's ready to go. So we eat and have everything before we have to go into the stadium. But even then, like, you know, they're not going to. I mean, as long as I don't give anyone food poisoning during the game, like there, there's not going to be like a big, you know, oh, this ruined my experience. Like, no, we're all hanging out. We're all, you know, having some drinks. We're having some barbecue and we're going in to watch and cheer on a football team that we all care about. And we all have a connection to. So at that point, it's like, who cares? Like, just enjoy the time, enjoy the process. And that I, it helps me. I have to repeat that to myself. So I keep doing it. But that's definitely where I try to sit. Mm. I love that. I think that, and like you said, easier said than done, but man, I, I love, I love what you're saying there. Yeah. That's an awesome perspective to have. Yeah. Um, and maybe we've already kind of talked a little bit about this, but you know, life is busy. I mean, you just talked about all the community things you're involved with and, you know, social media on top of that, it's, it's easy to let social media, you know, rule your life and. And it's the algorithms there. Like I don't understand it all. Um, you know, it's funny you were talking about earlier. You can put together a, a reel with a a brisket and Joe Rogan, and it goes for fifteen thousand views. And another one you spend you know eight hours on. Mike Mike is still frustrated about this. Mm -hmm. That you know his he threw together a quick one for his son. And that, I think that's over 20,000 views at this <laughs> yeah. point over, over a couple of weeks. And one that you spend eight hours on, you know, maybe breaks a thousand hat. I guess, how do you balance it all? Like, how do you, how do you keep up the social media presence and um, being part of this community with everything else going on in life? Um, I would say twofold. One, um, I don't do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I may mean, just be you know, full honesty. Like, I, I mean, I, and, and what, and second, I think maybe it's, I, I approach social media way differently than maybe some of the other accounts do or other people do. Um, I know there's folks that are out there because this is like, this is, this is in essence a job, right? It's, it's yeah. a, um, and, and, and it's awesome. And, and, and 100% hats off to them. And I think that they should hundred percent pursue that and do that. It's, it's, I don't want it to sound as if I'm saying that's not good. In fact, many of those accounts I follow, or they're even personal friends of mine, or they're people that like I talk to and they've, you know, they're doing cookbooks, they're doing rubs, they're doing all sorts of other stuff that comes out of that. Um, which is great. And I think that's awesome. Or you have some folks that are in it, which this one, I'm a little bit, sometimes, I don't know, like that are like, okay, I want to get to a certain thing. Cause I just want free stuff. Right. I'm, I'm just about free stuff. Um, you know, I, I oftentimes get reach out to people like, hey, hey, how do you how do you go about getting free stuff? And I'm like, well, one is I don't start that as my end goal. Like yeah. for me, social media, my end goal really is back to the community piece. Like I didn't open up account or start an account or even start posting things because I wanted to to be in one of those two camps. So 
I need to get certain things or I want to, you know, for me, it was really, Hey, I want to learn some stuff. I want to share recipes. I want to build community. And if I can do all that, great. If there's a day where that's not happening for me, awesome. And that's not using social media that day. And then, yeah, my, I, you know, maybe according to, you know, algorithms and stuff, I tank or something happens. But for me, I think, again, it's just back to the, I'm not focused on the result. I'm focused on a process. Mm. And so for me, the process is that community and things. Cause you know, I mean, I wrote, I mean, a perfect example, I think is a, a brisket video that you slice it and it goes crazy versus like I wrote, again, this is the English teacher side of me came out. Like I did like the night before Traeger day. So I rewrote the night before Christmas and I did like the whole thing. And I have like all barbecue related puns and things in there. I mean, I spent a ton of time on that and I was super proud of it. It didn't get very much of any sort of traction or anything, but I had fun doing it. Like it was just fun writing. It was fun coming up with ways to redo this. And so for me, like that was more fulfilling than, than the number of likes or comments I get. And I think that's unfortunately for some folks in our world, that's our, our, our self-worth and our, our ego is tied up in that piece. Um, I'm more of the, like my self-worth and ego is tied up on what is the impact I make on the community around me? Like who, who are the people that I'm, I'm helping to connect with, whether it's work, home, you know, with my family, my kids, my wife, um, whether it's, you know, people, you know, at my school, my community, the barbecue community, people at our church, like wh- whoever that is, um, to me, that's more important is, the, is that like impact I have on those communities. So yeah, I don't balance it well. I mean, I'm just gonna be fine. I don't, I don't balance the the social media well because there's many times I just I may not post anything for a week, um, because I just life happened and and still trying to balance working as an assistant principal and on t- at a high school, which I mean we have stuff almost every night. There's things going yeah. on. Yeah, that's busy. and then also and also being here for my family and even that I I struggle with. You know, my wife and I have conversations. Okay, how do I? How can I be a better husband and better father? Because I think you know, things sometimes take a back seat. So, you know, I try to set it up and I try to really be present in those moments. So when I am doing one of those things, my attention is on that. So if I'm at work, my attention is on work, you know, like I'm not all my notifications and everything on social media are off. Like I'm not doing anything. Obviously I'm working too. So I'm not really legally supposed to do that, but it's not even a legal thing. It's just a, I'm focused on my work right now. So even my wife gets upset because she'll text me something and I maybe don't answer her right away. And she even bought me the Apple watch. So she can keep, <laughs> keep sending messages while I was at work. It's because I, we bought you this and you still don't respond back until like three hours later. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was doing observations. I was dealing with an angry parent. I was trying to help out a, you know, a budget meeting. Like, you know, I, I go like, if I'm there, I'm at work, I'm doing that. But then I leave as soon as I can, if I don't have something, and then I'm home and my, my work is shut off. I try not to do any of the other social media. So I'm there with my kids and then they go to bed at, you know, eight thirty nine o'clock. And yeah, that's why all my staff kind of are used to that. They get emails from me at like 11 o'clock at night. Cause I'm going through and getting caught back up and doing things that night. But then that also means, you know, my wife and I are like hanging out and talking about things or we're not, you know, maybe watching, you know, watching a, a program or something together or doing, you know, so yeah. things get lost. And so I think I'm, I'm constantly work in progress that I don't think I have it perfect. I just think it's find what brings you the joy and passion and then prioritize those things in those moments. Mm. Yeah. No, that's great. And I, <clears throat> I mean, I've just like the, just like the cooking we were talking about before it, I think as you focus on the process, those other, those other things come, you know, um, man, I just, I love that, that perspective of focus on the process, be where you are and, and let everything else happen. Yeah. You wrote something on the show notes that says anybody 
who says they've got it figured out is lying because they just <laughs> yes. don't. And I, lo I love that idea of just being present wherever you're at and just letting, I mean, I just, I love that being present at work. You're focused on work when you're at home, you're focused on being a dad when you're barbecuing, you get to enjoy that focus on that. I, I just, I think that's a great perspective to have with everything, not just with barbecue, but with everything. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Well, I, Molly, any, anything else you wanted to talk about? I'm whatever you guys want to talk about. I mean, no, I, you uh, guys are the, you guys are the podcast experts. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cute. I, I, I'm just some, I'm just some guy again that like wears crazy shirts, sits behind like blinking beer signs and drinks coffee. So I don't know what I got going on. For me. No, man. Yeah, as I'm sitting here taking like serious notes on, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, no, we, uh, we've been talking for about 45 minutes here. I, uh, yeah, but, all three of us have have wives and families that want us to do other things on yeah. on Saturdays other than just sit around and chew the chew the cud talking about barbecue. But it's been a <laughs> it's been a great conversation. But um, really appreciate you taking the time and um, being on Fat Guys with Smokers. This has been a lot of fun for us. Absolutely, no, I'm, I'm honored to honored to be a part. <laughs> Very cool. Well, we uh, we will definitely be staying in touch and excited to watch what you've got coming uh, coming out on social media. Um, but until next time, I'm John and I'm Mike, and this is Molly with us on Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe.